Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Funbox Monster Podcast. I am Tristan. I am Matt Awkward. And we're going to be talking about a, a real ridiculous anomaly, a horror ninja movie, one of my favorites, uh, Ninja 3 The Domination. I was just briefed about this movie last week <laughs> upon leaving, like, we should do this, and I'd never heard of it before, and this is instant new favorite for me. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like this is this is one of those you what gotta see it to believe it yeah. kind of movies. Yeah, absolute blast. Um, <laughs> Stop me if you've heard this one. Uh, an aerobics instructor uh, gets possessed by the spirit of a black ninja that has the magic of something something and is super powerful. Uh huh. And uh, goes and avenges his death mm-hmm. and, until she has to go get a ninja exorcism. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's a guy traveling from Japan to. Revenge. He came here for revenge. Mm-hmm. He's not, a, not not here for revenge. He came here to revenge. This is this is a revenge of the ninja. It's not the revenge of the ninja. Also, this ninja has a, a really boss eye patch, and he With keeps secret weapons. He keeps secret weapons inside his eye hole. <laughs> awesome. I mean, yeah, they've done this movie a thousand times, but like, this is the really good one. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. Matthew McConaughey sucked. Um. Yeah, man, I, I listened to a tiny bit of the commentary because so being the professional that I am, I knew we had to do this. So I waited until <laughs> I think two and a half hours before I, the podcast. Yeah, I freaking get a text just a few hours ago. <laughs> oh, shit. I can't find Ninja 3 anywhere to watch. Do you have it? Uh, I was like, no, my buddy Austin Cliff made me a dub. <laughs> All I've got to copy on a tape. So I ran down to Bull Moose and found a copy on Blu-ray, a brand new copy on Blu-ray, <laughs> which, you know what? I'm not going to cry about having a beautiful Scream Factory yep. Blu-ray of this. It's one of my favorite movies. So. And I love my dub. So thank you, Austin. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I listened to a tiny bit of the commentary and this movie is apparently they wanted to rip off Poltergeist. <laughs> that was the, that was his idea. Um, and and it started with a really ridiculously like overtly sexist premise. Okay. Because they decided that they needed a female lead. They'd cast this thing. They were like, it's going to be a female lead. And then they talked to Shokasugi, and they and basically they decided there's no way that a woman could be allowed to like. There's no way that she would be able to overpower all these men. Yeah. And so they're like, well, we need to figure out how she's possessed by a ninja then. And that was straight was up. Like, so, so they're like a woman couldn't kick ass no. unless she was possessed. That, and and that, wor- that was there. That was it. And worse. I mean, I think they recorded this uh, this voiceover like I think like this year or the year before. Yeah. So it's like, dude, even if you thought that back then, maybe shut the fuck up about yeah. it now. <laughs> cocaine's cocaine's a hell of a drug. <laughs> but uh, this was definitely spawned from a pile of coke oh. conversation. <laughs> Yeah, like like most canon movies, it was yeah. spawned from being wicked high. Yep. Um, <laughs> but props to them for doing it. Exactly. They pulled it off, and it's unique. Who in the hell would ever imagine that this movie could get made? Um, <laughs> it, it's it's wonderful. It's a wonderful movie. Um, okay, so let's. Uh, I mean. Just started out, I guess. Let's go spelunking in a cave, y'all. Yeah, this is this is tough because it is le- mostly fight scenes. Oh yeah, well they also leave a bunch of things they don't really tell you, like because I was confused in the beginning. Like, right, is this guy in the cave like an archaeologist? Did he get possessed, or is he the ninja? <laughs> I'm still kind of half on the fence on this, but they show him in the flashback. Yeah, unmasked, killing the 
And there's like four dudes who play the ninja in this yes. thing too. Like when they do close-ups on his face, it's like that's not yeah. the same guy it was in that last scene. That's weird. So basically, like, ah, whatever. So, so basically, get this: the movie starts out. We see a man in a suit uh, going into a cave. <laughs> yep. And he finds a box full of ninja throwing stars and swords. And the next thing you know, he's just in full-blown renegade ninja mode, tearing up a golf course <laughs> in broad daylight. <laughs> so you're like. It, so it doesn't really... Yeah. I, I was confused at first because I was like, is this guy possessed? Was this part of his plan was getting his stuff and gearing up? I think that That's, is his stuff. I don't think he's possessed. He is the ninja, right? You see, okay, Maybe? so if I had to take a wild guess, I'm going to say that probably the ninja is not... Like, there isn't a modern-day ninja running around in California, yes. in Simi Valley or wherever the hell Because I are. do say he was a professional assassin, so you... Do you think he's just a hitman no. that was possessed? Like, yeah, I guess. I guess they did so say weird. he was. I assume they said he was an assassin. They didn't say he was a ninja right. costume assassin. <laughs> True. My assumption was that he was somebody who went down into the cave and he did the thing. What everybody always grabs the sword. People cannot yep. resist taking that shit out of the scabbard. I did the same damn thing when I saw a sword at your house. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> oh yeah, I had a Shokasugi sword yeah. at my house, <laughs> and I was like. And then I went on a rampage. And then you, you were possessed by an ancient spirit. And I had to call Shokasugi and be like, hey, buddy, the sword you sold me. Um, Matt's evil. getting a little weird. <laughs> yeah. I got to meet Shokasugi a couple weeks ago. That was nice, kind, of, nice, nice. kind of awesome. And I got to go on a rampage at the tennis court. Also really fun. Don't remember a thing, though. No, that's too bad. It was good. Um, so th- we see this guy in a golf cart driving around. Like <laughs> He's the best. Oh my god! This scene reminded me of Grand Theft Auto Vice City, where yeah. you go when you actually do that mission at the golf course, or if you're like me and you just feel like driving around doing <laughs> yes, rampages. Exactly. So you go there and just tear apart a ton of people. So I don't know what's going. And it also reminded me of Vice City because there's a bunch of guys with guns and suits. They yeah, don't really make it clear, but I kind of get the feeling like it's. I wonder if Vice City actually based that part on this, like the fact that, that would not surprise me. No, that the fact that there is. I don't know, maybe some mobster or something <laughs> golfing. They never tackle it at all. There's never any reason for the rampage. It does, We're not told, are we? We're I never told. Yeah. I mean, my like the only thing, if I were to piece this together and try to pretend that it made sense, yep. what I would say is that maybe he is an assassin, he did go grab this stuff, and he is this, like, he's part of the ninja cult or whatever, mm-hmm. and he does have that... He does have these magical powers already, but he just grabbed his shit to go do a hit... On some mafia guys, and that's why the... Or the mafia guys killed the spirit of the ninja, and he's getting revenge through the assassin. Oh, Jesus Christ. I mean, you so know what? <laughs> All these things are possible. There's, They don't tell you anything. They you know what else is possible? Cut to the point where... Is when somebody's driving away in a golf cart, and you just run after it and grab it and stop the golf cart dead in its tracks. <laughs> I love and lift it up with one arm. I love that his feat of strength was lifting the back end of a golf cart. <laughs> a thing I've done before. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's not really. I mean, I don't know that I did it one handed, but I remember very distinctly okay. lifting the back of a golf cart once. I've never got to experience. That. Oh, it's so sad, <laughs> um, but not a terribly heavy thing. I mean, there were two dudes in it. Maybe it was kind of heavy. I don't know. Um, there was a dude in a very buxom blonde. Okay. That was totally canon, just thrown in. Oh, there. wow. <laughs> Did not notice that. Um, yeah. So he, he kills all these guys. Yep. Um, 
it's so he basically uh oh the there was a good part where he pulls a gun where the one of the mafia guys yes. pulls a gun and then he just shoots a blowgun dart <laughs> into it into the barrel and it <laughs> explodes the barrel um yeah, he does the lifting the golf cart, blah, blah, blah. The cops get called in. Then he gets in. called in. Uh, yep. <laughs> and they say, there's a 451 at the golf course, which 100% is ancient ninja attacking mobsters. <laughs> Guaranteed that that's what that's a code for. Well, that's why they said it was a probable code. The probable code. Like, ah, we haven't had one of those in weeks. We haven't <laughs> there's no way. It's totally off-season for ninja <laughs> attacks here. Uh, yeah, so... So after he wrecks shit on all the people on the golf course, he, he runs. just starts. He runs down the middle of the road. That's the thing. Is he like he's a ninja and he never goes off road. He never like jumps into the bushes. He never like. He's just like eh, worst fuck it. ninja ever. <laughs> worst ninja ever. Um, and then, oh, but he gets a really good kill on those two cops. So cop cars chasing him. Yep. He does a backflip up over onto the roof of the car. And then the first, the first one, he pulls out his sword and stabs Boop. the guy right through the roof, and then just punches through the roof and like gouges the guy's eyes out who's driving. Then chucks ninja stars off the roof of the car. The motorcycle kills cops two fall. motorcycle cops that are following. But him. then he does the most badass thing. He takes a <laughs> rope out, swings <laughs> yeah. his lasso, ropes a yep. tree, swings around the tree, kicks the cop car, and <laughs> sends it flying into a lake. <laughs> After he kicks the cop car, he spins around the tree one more time, kicks a motorcycle cop, and sends him flying into the yep. lake as well. And then climbs to the top of the tree. And there's, speaking of Grand Theft Auto, there's a pursuit helicopter up there. He gets up <laughs> well, in he there. He had four stars. Oh, yeah, he had four stars <laughs> at this point. And so he gets up there, and he kills every cop in the pursuit helicopter. He takes uh, a ninja star, puts it in his ninja toe boot thing, <laughs> kicks, sh- kills the pilot... And then, while the, another cop tries getting him with a shotgun, he straight up stabs that cop in the dick, and they both fall out of the helicopter together. Well, he jumps. Yes. He throws the cop out, then he jumps into the lake below, and the cop copter flies and crashes yep. and burns. And then he pulls the the Peter Pan uh, reed trick, the old, the ancient ninja reed to breathe through. So this you're hiding. This ninja has everything he needs in this tiny in this tiny tiny suit. Uh, He's <laughs> tinier than you think, and that suit's oh, yeah. giant. He looks so funny, too, man. And when he runs... Oh, yeah. He's just a funny-looking ninja. He's a funny-looking ninja. Um, fast. He's fast as hell. Um, yep, and so he does the he does the breathing through the reed, and then one of the cops is like, hey, that reed is moving, and apparently the reed he's been breathing through has a dart in it, and he just shoots it into the guy's neck. Kills that cop. Oh, my Jumps God. out of the water soaking wet and miraculously so many people. His, his ninja magic suit also dries yeah, in like a second. He is like bone dry one second after jumping out of that lake. <laughs> yep. So he darts that cop in the neck then kills two more with with like a sword and then yep. ninja stars. And then they the, the cops all surround they him and start shooting. Like, yeah, they robocop him. <laughs> They're just like shooting the shit out of him. And then as like they close in to shoot him more... And they've been shooting him so much, and there's four of them that are, like, within sword's reach. And he's just like, I'm tired of being shot, and just kills all four of them by swinging around in a circle. And then everybody starts shooting him. Guy with a machine gun, shotguns, everything. Everything. They're just, yeah, just so much. (laughs) And then eventually the ninja's just like, okay, I'm sick of being shot again, again. 
Poof, he yep. blows a smoke bomb and he's gone. He's he's disappeared and all he's left is like one little strip of cloth, like a like a dead Jedi or something. <laughs> and uh, and everybody's like, oh shit, we gotta Fan get out, we'll find him, find out, find this I'm guy. I'm sure he's still moving. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he's fine somewhere. And he is. And he, this this part <laughs> turns out he was hiding in the ground. He had <laughs> dug a hole in the ground. And, and fit his whole <laughs> bullet-ridden body in, under the ground within one second of a smoke. There's ninja skill. Then there's ninja. The fuck? Which would be <laughs> the thing that he did at the end, too. So, yep. you know, to be fair, it bookends with him having this magical ability to dig holes. Um, He's like a graboid ninja. <laughs> he really is. I literally, all I could think of was tremors yeah. in this. Um, so, uh, yeah, he vanishes. The cops can't find him. And then we like we smash cut to, to this dancey pop song and a lady climbing up a, a telephone pole. That's where we meet Christy. Christy, our, our heroine protagonist, whatever you want to call played it. Played by Lucinda Dickey, who is also Corey the mascot in Cheerleader Camp. I was going to say break into Electric mm. Boogaloo. Yeah, I'm more about the Cheerleader Camp. <laughs> Well, fine. I love that IMDb knows me so well, too, because when I watch these movies, I'm just like, okay, who is this person? I look it up, and it's a, and they have this little section on it. Movies you may know her from. Cheerleader camp. <laughs> yep. You got me there. Yep. Uh, yes, I, I unfortunately... I've never seen her in any other movie except this and Cheerleader camp. I've never seen The Breaking. Have you literally never seen Breaking? I've never seen The Breaking. Wow. That's, that's rough. <laughs> I you, get by. You need to fix that. Uh, <laughs> so... Uh, so from her high vantage point as a, like the reason, the entire reason that they cast, There's they n- caused her to be a pole climbing telephone repair person is so that from her high vantage point, she can spy this ninja they, that they, that is dying in the, in the underbrush. There's no point. Except and, for that. And I also watched an interview with her afterwards and she was talking that she took pole climbing classes to like nail this character. But it's Holy like, fuck. you only climb a pole in the very beginning of the movie, and and it never There's, comes into play. Like It's never like, oh, you could save the day because you have this pole climbing skill. No. Oh, there are, I'll get to it later, but there are so many setups for things that you're like, that could have been, aha, I can, I bet that's going to, yeah, oh, no, 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 guess not. Okay, I guess we just, (laughs) that was really weird to bring up and then just let go, but I mean, she does climb a tree when she's ninja'd in the end. But the ninja can climb a tree, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's like, she should have, she should have like put on her climbing gear to get up into a tree to hide out and whatever and but trap it's funny, him and she something. always drives the um the phone company truck around yep. the entire movie like why why this pole why waste money on the pole classes why not just make her a mail lady and she was delivering mail when she sees a ninja <laughs> come up to her and then she just drives a mail truck around the whole movie uh, that would have saved production like you just don't get it man 400 it bucks in really pole really important classes. that she was pole <laughs> climbing yeah i don't get it um and also the reason that she had to be like uber fit like as opposed to just fit, like yep. there's like oh they went way out of their way to Again, be like again she could have just been a mail lady and she's totally fit because <laughs> she's walking all over the place delivering mail. But she is like, you do not see her ever not lifting weights and like dancing no. or doing some sort of aerobic activity. She is and barely wearing pants. Yeah, no, she is. She's all about the and pants. <laughs> yeah, she's all about the aerobics gear. Um, so she sees the she sees the ninja dying yep and she's like oh no somebody's in trouble i should go see him and 
she gets frightened by a bunny as she's walking to him <laughs> and the ninja attacks her and is like rrr, 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 and she stuff. runs but then with his ninja charm you think that was back. it you think that was it it's the ninja uh, poltergeist power I really thought that she was just being stupid yeah like no, at no, first no, no, I no. thought she, she was got, being she dumb got, she got spirit sucked in okay okay all she right. wouldn't have gone back. Who would do that? Right. Exactly. Well, that was exactly what I was saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, she got <laughs> This would have to be a bad she movie got for that to by happen. a bloody dude with a sword yeah. and got away. She's not going to be like, oh, well, maybe if I okay. go back, he won't attack me this time. Okay. <laughs> nope. She got sucked in by, okay. the, by the black ninja juju. <laughs> okay. So she gets sucked in by his ninja juju. And uh, and he offers her his sword and says a bunch of stuff in Japanese that she doesn't. I seem wish to they had. I wanted to ask you about Why that too. Wasn't it subtitled? I wanted to ask you if the Blu-ray was. If it was it, not. It was not. Okay. Which I, think I know is the silly. movie itself actually wasn't when he said this, but I just didn't know if that was like a feature on the new thing. Or that would have been great. Finally, you get to know what the ninja says. Yeah, that would have been awesome. Um, nope. But she uh, she takes the sword. He says some words and then drops dead. Finally, give or take. Yeah, finally. <laughs> and then a wind blows against her face and she starts getting visions of all the cops that killed him. Mm-hmm. So these are apparently now he has a vengeance against all of these cops. And this is what's going to set up our main plot thread for this movie is that she is going to be possessed by this ninja who was just killed by all the cops. And she is going to, in possessed mode, get revenge by killing all of these cops that shot him. Correct. Even though the cops were pretty much totally in the right. Like, I, you did go apeshit on a golf course. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, there's... I don't know, I don't know what... what he, you're trying to seek revenge for. Like, you were an asshole and you got killed for it. Yeah, it's it, it doesn't make much sense. But <laughs> but there it is. Um, so, yeah, so then we cut to the, the police station. Yep. She's giving a statement and the cop is asking her questions that she has absolutely no way of possibly knowing. Yes, like he's like way off base with any of these questions, and she's like, I, I a guy died in my arms. I don't know what to tell you. You guys shot him a jillion times. You didn't see what he did before. You didn't see what kind of weapons he was using on the golf course. No, I was over putting in a phone line. <laughs> did you, you get four under par? <laughs> yeah, and so so let me get Seabrook or Seagrove or yeah. what's this cop's name? <sighs> Doofus, Doofy. Which one? Which one? The, the one, the lead cop guy. Oh, the the boyfriend cop. Yes, the hairy cop. Yes, uh, Billy. Oh, God. He is wolf. Shave cop. your back, sir. <laughs> Come if you're on, gonna wolf be in cop. A love scene. Jeez, Louise. Jesus, wolf cop. Okay, um, but yeah, I love. He comes over and just starts macking on her because you know that's what you do when somebody just went through a traumatic experience. He was there. He yeah, he just saw like too. thirty of his friends murdered. Yeah. So many cops died there. And he's just like, what's up, babe? I got you a fucking Coke. What you doing? Nah. <sighs> I'm not busy because all the friends that I have were just shot to death. <laughs> so whatever. My huh. best friend got a ninja star stuck in his esophagus. <laughs> down for some chicken and waffles so, and maybe a little after action. Uh, oh, he offers her a Coke. And I love this line. She goes, I don't I, use soft drinks. Oh, God. <laughs> what? Yeah, that's. I feel like, like if you're with, that cop, that's like the red flag when you go, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm good. I'm good with you. Yeah, I think I'm good. 
<laughs> like either yes. you're way too uppity or you're not good with words. Like, like yeah. I, no. I almost wonder if that was like a line that was uttered wrong and they just kept it in, or was that no, actually no, the no, script? No, 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 no. It's definitely used. Like I don't she's use, like, like, like drugs. Yeah, like, like drugs. That's a drug. Okay. Like she's everything. So fit. She's like, I don't. Oh. oh, I don't have coffee in my house. That's right. I don't even own a TV. I don't, I don't use have, TV. You know, like, yeah, exactly. I don't use coffee. Oh God, awful. <laughs> Yeah, that was the, <laughs> that's pretty bad. So she tells him that she's an aerobics instructor, or he finds that out somehow, mm-hmm. and goes to her aerobics class, where we're at the um, the gym where all dudes just stare at butts all day. This this gym is like the exact reason why curves got invented. Yes, like <laughs> this is like <laughs> it's set up so that there's a giant square. <laughs> where all of the aerobics classes go on and it's just laid out so that if you're on any of the exercise machines, you're staring at the asses. And every of dude the is just like, we keep getting these cutaway shots. So of dudes slimy. Like, yeah. Like Ugh. not even being nonchalant about no, it. No, not at all. Just <laughs> legitimately. Puddle like, of drool in the yeah. crotch sitting at the weight machine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so. And we so get that bad. classic 80s uh, aerobics class. Mm. And we find out that that cop that was hitting on him, you know, <laughs> despite the fact that all of his friends just got killed, mm-hmm. is just dancing up a storm to some pop music, um, trying to get on this girl's good side. Yeah, this guy is not phased by much. Oh. Um, so, he's uh, he's not good at the aerobics. No, she kicks up the uh, workout into overdrive to, like, peter him out, and it works. And he drops down. Hairy wimp. <laughs> It's. It takes a. I mean, he's got to be warm with all that fur. <laughs> um. So they wrap it up and they go outside together, and uh, the dudes that were slobbering over all the butts um, are harassing one of the girls I mean, from the gym outside. This is such a weird scene. This. this like, there's is a crowd. Crazy. There's a crowd of like thirty bystanders, all just who knows, walking around doing whatever, and there's. Pretty much like a big gangbang rape about to happen. Yep, it looks as though they're about to, they're about to assault this woman, and and the aerobics instructor, our our Christy. our hero, she walks over and she's like, "Come hey, on, get, leave that girl alone. Leave you, her alone, you you, big, you guys." Yeah, like real, <laughs> like does not seem to understand the severity of the situation at all. It's so strange to and, see. And the guys don't seem to understand the severity of the situation either because there are 30 people watching. Yeah. And they continue. And they're just turning around to Christy and they're like, oh, maybe you want to play instead. Just start grabbing her by the hips and lifting her up on a there's, platform. There's literally, you're all three of the, all four of these guys have a membership at this gym. Yeah, they're all so working So their out. names are, are right there. Yeah. They, like they have their IDs and probably their credit cards and everything. <laughs> so... The chances that they're not going to get caught for this assault that they're about to perpetrate is zero. 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 Unless they're literally like there's a plane waiting for them and like to go to Mexico. (laughs) Like and they're like heading for it right out of this thing. It's insane. It's insane. But she then winds up kicking their asses using magical ninja powers. And I love it when she um, she kicks she kicks the two guys off of her. Then one guy runs at her and she boxes her his ears with her feet. Yep. Then spins him around and <laughs> kicks him in the back. And the dude just runs yes. clear across the street and slams his head into the wall. <sighs> I, yeah, I, I, I might have rewound that part. Again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that may have been an unforced error there. I feel like I feel like she can't take credit for that one. Yeah. 
that was just definitely him running into a wall for no reason. <laughs> yep. But yeah, she wrecks all of these dudes, and um, then and the cop offers to give her a ride home and warns her because, like, you can get charged with assault for well, that. Well, he doesn't. He says that he's putting her under arrest. Oh, is that what he did? Okay, yeah. He was like, I'm putting you under arrest, and then puts her in the car. It's like, and it's did like, she just save somebody and stopped? Yeah. What? <laughs> he's a bad cop. He's bad at his job. Clearly... 100% self-defense. Yeah. 30 witnesses can say that that's self-defense. And also, Jesus, that guy is like, he's abusing his power left and right. Oh, too. yeah. Like, she's like, oh. He's a pushy weasel. It's it's so charming the way that you arrested me so that I would date you. Yeah. Fucking cops. God damn it. <laughs> and so she keeps telling him that she doesn't date cops. She doesn't like cops. Yep. And eventually, he just pulls the car over, and he's like, You know what? I'm sick of you telling me that you don't like cops. I'm a damn good cop, and I'm good at my job, and I'm proud of being a cop. And then all of a sudden, she's just like, You want a bone? Yeah. <laughs> it's the most sloppiest. <laughs> That's all it takes, man. He Like, if the second he... He pretends that he doesn't like her. Yeah. That's all it took was like one second of saying, eh, fuck this girl. I don't care. And then she was like, oh, okay. Now I'm into you. Leading to to, the grossest food thing (laughs) maybe to happen in the history of cinema. You've seen Uh, Last Tango in Paris, right? (laughs) 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 Okay. Yeah. Um. So imagine the second grossest fruit. <laughs> imagine if Last Tango in Paris was sponsored by the Campbell's Company. Uh, now, if that were the case, ah, oh, Jesus Christ! So they go back to her place. She takes a shower, and I have to. We have to describe her place. Yes, which is. Again, I I always talk about these apartments that were really formative to me and what I would love to yep, live in. Yep, yep. This, this was one, one of them, them that I couldn't I couldn't remember at the time, but this is absolutely it. It's got the like payphone on the wall. Yep. It's got an arcade machine. It's got like it, the entire place is made of cinder blocks. Yep. And it's got like random neon for no fucking reason in different places. Nagel print <laughs> with like reflective sunglasses, yep. like all this shit. I was just like, "Oh my god." This is where I wanted to live when I was a kid. <laughs> so the sex scene starts off kind of strange because she comes out of the shower. Mm-hmm. She takes off her towel <laughs> robe from behind. So we just got a gratuitous butt shot. Mm-hmm. And then she puts on a shirt. Puts on a shirt. It's like, wait a minute. <laughs> you. Yep. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yep. Okay, she wants your prerogative. She's getting clothed to get unclothed. But like. It's not like putting clothes on for him to see. Like, he's seeing all of this. So it's just like, oh, I'm coming up. Oh, I'm naked. Oh, now I'm not. <laughs> yeah, very weird. Um, I mean, it's mostly probably because the actress did not want yep. to do nudity. And so they, they figured out ways to, to make, yep. to change it up. Um, and I'll let you take this. And maybe they wanted to, maybe they wanted to cut it in so that they had a body double or something. And maybe she was like, you know what? Fuck you. Don't do a body double. That's yep. creepy. And I don't want it. So could have been that. All right, so now I have to talk about this. <laughs> okay, so she doesn't do soda. So she doesn't use it at She doesn't all. use it. So she uses V8, and she gives him a V8 when he gets there. He's holding on to it. She takes it away from him after straddling him, 
and then pours it Sed- down her chest. Seductively pours it onto her Seductively neck. Seductively pours- Filling her chest with tomato juice. Just. <laughs> I can't. I can't. It happened. I know. I've seen this movie a billion times, and still that scene yep. just vexes me. What were they thinking? I... Uh, product placement I, did maybe? v8 pay them like 50 bucks to be like hey you know if you uh, pour v8 on that lady from breaking two <laughs> i'll give you 25 dollars. it's so strange yeah i don't i really do not know uh and then they have gross salty tomato sex and yeah <laughs> and then it blissfully cuts before we see too much of his his fuzziness um so it cuts tonight it's to the middle of the We're night sleeping together uh, she's awake. He's asleep. Yep. She wakes. This This gets weird. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the windows uh, fly open. The curtains fly. We get some. We get our first real taste of the poltergeisty stuff. Where her it's like, arcade machine turns on. Her arcade machine turns on. And it starts scanning her face with laser beams and smoke and everything. Yeah. Oh, th- no. That was a later one. Oh. That's I not- think that was the no, later no, no, one. Oh, not- is that this one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And she starts getting scanned, and then her closet door opens, (laughs) (laughs) and the ninja sword floats out, (laughs) and floats up to her. Yeah, it's very, uh, it's very House on Haunted Hill. Yes. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You can you really feel the filament wire when it's like, (laughs) it's just kind of vibrating in the air. And so she she floats and she grabs it, and then she gets teleported to the cave where she gets all of her ninja stuff and she gets like shitty geisha makeup yes she did you notice she also slants her eyes when she's yes. in when she's in yes that's another thing we, we can't not talk. i know you, get, you gotta Once she gets it. possessed by the ninja and she is the yep. ninja she shuts her eyes halfway as if she was <laughs> yep though she very much does and also it, I, I mean even though it's very inappropriate uh I will say that the uh, as far as like doing the epicanthic folds and stuff like that kind of they kind of nailed it like the the makeup artist it looks yep. good um, even though you know that's that's like saying you know that blackface makeup is great yes they really you're really <laughs> oh it's not really yeah. great but you know what whatever for the purposes of eighties movies what the fuck are you gonna do there's full of terrible shit although. <laughs> 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 Holy shit, he's hairy, is in Tristan's notes. <laughs> it was like, okay, so the guy wakes up. Holy shit, the he's guy hairy. wakes up, comes up behind her, and yeah, he is just a bear, man. <laughs> he's like... Nothing he's against like, hairy back people like out there, but... George the Animal Steel yeah. and Robin Williams had a baby, like, just fuzzy. And it's weird, because he doesn't look like he would be. He's got, like, a tiny, young-looking baby no, face. does not look like he would be that, that fuzzy. <laughs> Holy shit, he's hairy. That is a fuzzy, fuzzy motherfucker. <laughs> um, so he, he catches her being weird with the sword in the yep. closet. And, and uh, he, he takes it out and looks at it, and he's, he compliments it by saying, uh, by saying how, like, how amazing it looks or whatever. Some, he says something nice about it. Yeah, I don't and then she says... It's Japanese. Like, that fucking means something. If it's Japanese, it's nice. Apparently. Um, and then then we get the cut to the airport with Shokasugi showing up. Oh, yeah. So I jumped, I jumped apart. You're right. Yep. So Shokasugi shows up, and he's got a dope eye patch. The lead 
build actor of the movie. Yep. Pops in around the 30-minute mark. <laughs> around the 30-minute mark. He shows up. He's missing an eye. He's got a really cool eye patch. And he meets three monks, question mark. Mm. We don't really know if they're monks or not. And they have something important to tell him. But they'll tell him later because yep. we already know what they're going to tell him. So they're going to fill him in on all the stuff that we know. Um, and then we cut back to Christy at her job where her cop boyfriend shows up. She's like working in a hole installing, I don't know, phone lines, I guess is what she does. Um, and her, her cop boyfriend breaks their date. Yes. And, uh, and so the, the cigarette chomping cop, one of the ones that killed him, she has one of her little, little psychic flashes Yep. and remembers that he was one of the ones that shot the ninja and then so she goes after she and yeah ninjas up apparently she gets ninjaed and she chases him in their work van like just abandons her yeah. her work partner at the site gets in the van and just peels out and chases him and so this guy is this is the pool player right yes yes but so, it's weird though because she chases him and then Finds him and then finds out where he lives and then leaves and then goes back home and she's like dancing in her apartment and like blah, blah, blah and doing everything. So she does all that before she gets ninjified. Well, because unlike the golf course ninja, this one only comes out at night. Right. But for some reason, she did the following to find out where he lived. Yeah. Well, maybe she didn't have her ninja shit. <laughs> maybe. That's so it's just like, I'm not going to lose the opportunity to find him. It's like, okay, I'm going back to get my ninja shit and then I'm coming back. Yeah. Did you recognize who that cop was? No. It was Trevor Ockmonic, the neighbor from what? ALF. What? Yeah. <laughs> awesome. I had to look that up. I was like, holy shit, that's Trevor. Oh, it's so sad that he had to die. And I, I'm so sad that I don't even know his name other than Trevor Ockmonic. <laughs> I think that he'd be glad that you know him at all. Yep. Um, so. But this scene, this scene was funny. So she, he's, yeah. play, this cop, Trevor, uh, it's just playing pool in his alone in his underwear in his cartoon boxer shorts. Uh, awesome! <laughs> and she busts in and starts and kicks him. And I found this funny too because when he falls, I just noticed this. Uh, the the fly of his boxers open up, and he's wearing other underwear <laughs> underneath those. So he's wearing like briefs and boxers. He's always prepared. Yeah. As a police officer, you've got to be prepared with two layers. Like sometimes I like to get home, put on two pairs of underwear, light up a stove, and play some pool. <laughs> That's his deal, man. Also, the ninjas in this are total ball crushers. Uh, we forgot to mention at the golf course in the beginning, <laughs> yeah. the ninja. And if you watch, you see the ball reinflate the golf ball when he crushes it. It actually blows back up a little bit. And yeah. that I This mean, one looked a little better, but she gets down there and she grabs a pool ball and <laughs> does that cliched... Yeah, he, she so, also cuts a pool ball in half. Yeah, he throws he throws two pool balls yep. at her. The first one she slices in half with the sword. The second one she catches in midair and then crushes. Um, and I wonder if this is any kind of like metaphor. Like she's a girl ball I mean, buster. There's, there's got to be a, a real. Yeah. Or am I reading too deep into it? I mean, uh, there's so many layers. Last fucking episode. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> uh, but you know what? Probably. What do you think the two underwear symbolized? <laughs> <laughs> he didn't want anyone to see his dick yes. when he fell down. Yes. Uh, yes. Probably his dick fell out of his underwear the first right. time Cut. they shot that, and they went, <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> Mr. Rachmanik. And knowing Rachmanik, be like, hey, I was just trying to spice it up. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I was trying to put butts in seats. I know what the ladies want to see. <laughs> That's Rachmanik. Hey. <laughs> um, so, and this ninja is not very stealthy. Like, as far as ninjas go, like, she always shows up and then just makes a fuck ton of noise. Yep. Like, you know... You think of a ninja being like, fall out of a tree, slice somebody's throat, they're dead, and then disappears. Oof. Perfect. Wouldn't be much of a movie, though. In this, in this <laughs> case, it's like, beat the shit out of somebody and throw them out a fucking window. <laughs> like, yep. You could not be less discreet than she is in this case, unless she blew up the house, basically, yeah. afterwards. Um, so she does all this, throws him out the window, and then the cops show up. Yeah. Well, you know. But she gone. Time compression. Yep. Cops show up at some point. So she sees her boyfriend at work the next day, right? Yep. Then we go into the next. So we kind of, we're in the part of the movie where she's just on the revenge kick here. Yes. So she sees, uh, this is a weird scene too. So she sees another cop that killed her. Yep. And he's got two girls on each side of his arm as he's walking down the hallway. And they're just like flirting up a storm. And he's just this old gross grizzle looking so cop weird like, i mean they have to be prostitutes that's what i was, that was they what, don't say it but like so it, yeah do you so think that's what it is like i'm they getting were you walking, off your charges if you they walked straight out of the police station and into a spa yeah the spa is so weird too like what, what spa is that where they're just alone in a circular hot tub in a super black room like you can't see anything yeah, that I mean, sure the room is weird, but you know there was one of those right above the alehouse in Portland. Really? Yeah. I did not like, know that. Literally I was I was going to play a show there, like Covered in yep. Bees had a show there, and I was like unloading my shit in the street and I saw two people having sex in the window and I was like, Huh, huh that's weird. Okay. Anyway, whatever. <laughs> I was like so, and I think they wound up getting busted as like a prostitution house at some point. Gotcha. So, so, so that's, that's where our guy was. I think that's kind of what the deal so is. So that's that's what I figured. Yeah, he's probably like, I'm gonna get you off, uh, not charge you if you come yeah. hot tub it up with me, because there's no way these chicks would be into this dude. <laughs> no, um, but they do. But they do get offended when she shows up. Yeah, that's was what was oh, weird too. We skipped one thing that I do kind of want to okay. just throw in yep. a little bit because this is fascinating. So she goes to a doctor like she's like no this is really bad i need to see somebody oh, and so she goes to she goes to see a doctor and the doctor says that the only reason i bring this up is because the doctor says you're in perfect health your your diet is better than than average you know you're in your heart is healthier than most people your only problem is your extrasensory perception and your obsession with japanese culture <laughs> <laughs> And it's like, doctor, I'm turning into a ninja at night. That's why I'm here. What? <laughs> what? And where did that even what come from? What kind of analysis? What kind of doctor gets that part of the analysis in there? And we never really see her obsess about Japanese culture. No, not She's really. She's never reading any Japanese books or anything. Nope. She just found a fucking sword. Yeah. Or the sword found her. Oh, man. Did she rescue it or did it rescue her? <laughs> uh, I, and also, going way back... The first time she sees that sword and it's vibrating on the, yeah. on the filament wire, she looks like she's trying so hard not to laugh. Yeah. She looks like she is holding in a laugh so hard. <laughs> I love it. I love that scene. Um, okay. So so she shows she follows him into this hot tub. Mm-hmm. Um, she decides to... 
I guess, go home and get a bathing suit. Yeah. And or she had it in her secret ninja suit. Maybe it's a symbiote ninja suit. It just transforms. <laughs> it's something. <laughs> and so she puts on a robe over her bathing suit, grabs some towels, and knocks on the door very kindly. Yep. The One of the girls answers the door, and she's like, oh, good thing you showed up. We really needed some towels because we were sitting in a spa. Not- Immediately gets back into the water after going, thank you, we needed towels. <laughs> You did not need more towels. No. Like, oh. She said more towels, yeah. too. Like, they're going through towels left and like right for some fucking reason. you haven't even used your first ones. Insane. But uh, then she gets in, and then these two, I assume, prostitutes, yep. get jealous of this third woman who's showing up. They're like, well, that's just, that's too much. Yeah. This, please, a three-way, but four-way, <laughs> that, please. You offend me, sir. And uh, and so she gets in, and she's wearing a suspicious-looking weird ring. And she pops a diamond off the ring, and it's got a spike on it. And she spins it around and just claws it against... She she, smacks, she just kind of pokes him in the back of the neck. Yeah. Poisons him. He yep. dies. He falls down into the water. And then, then she, she scratches the chest of the other girl. Yeah, that, was, the other, that was nasty. The other girl freaks out. She's like, hey, what did you, what did you do to him? <laughs> and then she just does the big claw across the front. And then uh, I think chokes the other girl with like her belt or something. Yep. She, yeah, she grabs some string or something out she of had, somewhere. She had something somewhere. Symbiote ninja string. Yeah, exactly. So she <laughs> chokes her to death, leaves the, leaves the three of them floating in the hot tub. and uh, Which and is not very nice because those other two girls... Didn't shoot that ninja at all. They did not. And also, imagine how bad that's going to smell in like two hours. <laughs> like, you know, like 90 degree water with like yeah. three corpses in it. And they're probably all evacuating their bowels. And like, oh, God. <laughs> Oy, terrible. Uh, but Shokasugi shows up to admire the carnage. And he's and- like, oh, it stinks in here. <laughs> 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 this is this is my favorite part because it's like they're laying in super hot bubbling water and he runs his finger across one of them and is like ah blood yep it's like that yep <laughs> I don't uh, that that works really well if it's like corn syrup blood but it doesn't work that well if it's real blood yeah um so uh bup, bup, bup. where are we oh at? we're back at the 80s apartment okay and Christy's obsessively working out some more yep. More obsessive working out. She, but this time she's like, this is it, man. I'm at my wit's end. I've worked out as much as I can and it's not helping. I've worked out for 10 hours straight. I'm not, I'm still not sane. And, uh, and the fuzzy cop is like, well, there's an Asian priest that all of the locals swear by. And yeah. I was told about it by some other cop. Ooh. I don't know why he was Cause, told. Because she said she feels weird. She's like, I feel weird. And he's like, okay, I know an Asian exorcist. Yeah, um, I do that to my wife all the time. Yeah, she's like, God, I got this terrible headache. Uh, I know, an, uh, I know an Asian exorcist. Um, James Hong lives right down the street, <laughs> and he will totally do an exorcism for a giant stack of bills. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that's right. Uh, so yeah. yeah, this part was so stupid and not thought out at all. Except there yeah. was no reason, like, there's no reason for this cop to know of this guy at all. So no, she's this, like, okay. The weakest, weakest link to this. To thing. this movie is this. Yeah, yeah. It's just like, okay. But also the best scene in the movie yep. is this. Oh, yeah. So they go to the Asian exorcist house, uh, which is a straight up temple with candles everywhere and yep. big stone pillars. And, and he's, it must be like a castle. 
maybe? Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't. I assume it's in some sort of like China, Chinatown, yeah. like downtown. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So they go there, uh, and it is James Hong, who was uh, David Lopan in um, Big Trouble in Little China. And also every other Asian role <laughs> yes. that has ever been cast in Hollywood has been played by him. Uh, he's another guy that I'm like, every time I see him in a movie, I'm like, thank you. Thank you for putting this guy in this fucking he was also, movie. Also worth checking out is uh, The Vineyard. Oh, and, yeah. And I think he directed that, too. Yes, he did. He did. Okay, yeah. That's a weird one. It is, and he was in, like, massive heavy makeup in that, too. Yeah. Which is weird that he would want to do that. So, um, so yeah, so they go see Lopan, and they, for an exorcism, guy yes. gives him a freaking Michigan bankroll of cash there. Yeah. He's just like, <laughs> here, here's a ham-sized stack of cash. Just do whatever it is you do. And uh, and his goth assistant shows up, and she's like, all right, you're probably going to want these chains. She <laughs> so goth assistant drops this giant harness and a <laughs> giant pile of chains and locks. They've got this shit already. Cause this They're like, oh, yeah, this happens all the time. It's like third, televi- third telephone repairman <laughs> this week. <laughs> this is literally all he does, yeah. I assume. Or it's for something else. You know what? <laughs> Let's not think about it. Um, we already left the spot. <laughs> already left over the outhouse. <laughs> yes, and he said, "In case the spirit gets angry, that's why the chains yep. are there." Uh, so they tie her up. She's got two chains coming out of her mm. hip. This is pivotal. Pivotal. Yeah. <laughs> pun, pun intended. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is pivotal. She's so, got two chains coming out of each hip. Hands and hands and feet are bound with something very weak, yep. and then chains to the sides. And uh, we basically got our classic exorcist scene here. Right. Ah, I'm screaming at you and blah, blah, blah. Let me go. Blah, blah, blah. And she's like, listen, I don't I don't use soda. <laughs> but, you know, you produce a random pipe with something in it. I will totally smoke it. Yeah. <laughs> you produce something that looks like an opium pipe. And I'm like, man, fuck it. What's the worst that could happen? Yep. Um, and so she sucks down whatever the fuck was in that. Uh, and, and then goes all demon. And then goes full exorcist. Crazy red eyes. And, and then she's speaking Japanese when yep. she did not know Japanese. And Lopan tells us that she's infected or possessed by the spirit of the black ninja who has control over the magic of seven somethings. Yeah. That is never also touched yeah, upon again. It's too many things. They don't need to stop seven <laughs> things or like seven weaknesses. No, or, no, no. They're just like, nope, he's got the magic of the seven sabers. Yeah. Yeah, it's just it's just some sort of it like, is what it is. Yeah, it's just some sort of fun name that they gave yep. to whatever it is. Um, <laughs> and then and then we get to the most important thing that happens. Uh, James Hong gets told to cut the ropes, and so he's like, like in Japanese, the spirit is like, "Do this shit," and he's like, "I must obey I gotta, the spirit." I must obey the spirit. And and our our fuzzy cop grabs him. And he's like, no, no you can't. No, dude, she's chained up and talking like there's, a demon. You're not a cutting reason. the ropes. There's a reason why she's chained up. <laughs> yeah. And then he's like, well, fuck it. So the demon just breaks. The demon breaks the ropes. He doesn't need to cut him. And then just, <laughs> uh, for all, I mean, I, I Let's I go for a spin. I can't explain this. Like, nope. just straight up just starts spinning. <laughs> Like I, it looks I can't. so great. <laughs> it's it is hilarious. It's it, this was supposed to be their exorcist moment where they're like, 
oh, you know, like the exorcist was like on a bed and she raises up and it's crazy. How about if she's tied? You know, she's like an aerobics instructor. Yeah. Maybe she does some gymnastics. Yeah. <laughs> so she just spins and it's spins It's almost like somebody spins. spinning on the, just doing a basic spin on a double beam. Yes. But just just doing it endlessly. It is... It, it is hilarious, and it is one of the most memorable scenes in any of these yep. that I can think of. Uh, and hey, show, have you seen me? Has he come back anytime soon? Jeez, uh, <laughs> what is he up to right now? Um, yeah, this I don't is know. where this is where we go to the police station after this. No, no, this is. Oh, this is. Oh, he drops the most important line in the entire movie here. <laughs> James Hong drops the 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 literally the crux of the whole movie. Only a ninja oh, yes. can destroy oh, yes. a ninja. Also in a chicken bungus song. Also <laughs> in my friend's band. Yes. <laughs> he uses that quote. Uh, so this is, where, true, this is where Kasugi, uh, he sneaks into the morgue where the black ninja's body is being yes. held. And he loudly beats up two cops in front. <laughs> like he hits a an oil drum with a rock first. He kicks somebody them. into a dumpster. <laughs> clang clang. It's just being bad at being stealthy. And then when again. he finally gets into the morgue, we get this. Well, he beats up three more cops when he gets in. Like, yeah. He goes through the doors, beats oh, yeah. up another three cops, and then he gets into the he gets into the morgue, and, and there then, are two orderlies there, and they're just like. What? Where are you? They don't even get out of their chairs. And he beckons them with his finger. Yes. And we get this weird-ass attempt at, like, a Three Stooges moment of comedy. <laughs> so the two orderlies, like, walk up to him, and he just grabs their heads and goes, Gunk! <laughs> and <laughs> knocks them together, simple. and they get knocked out. I mean, okay. It's I appreciated it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad they tried. I liked it. Yeah. Um, and He so- finds a body and steals it. Puts it in the back of his sick uh, El Camino. Oh, man. That was a beautiful El Camino. <laughs> yes. I may not be a car guy. <laughs> but, maybe. <laughs> but I do appreciate yeah. an El Camino. Uh, <clears throat> it was the best yeah. car of the movie. He, uh, so he before he does that, he examines the body and then has a flashback. And that's oh, where yep. we explain how he knows the Black Ninja. So killed his family. I guess. And took his eye. So was holding him. He got a shuriken jammed in his eye. I guess they assumed he was dead from that wound. Didn't. Just took his eye out. Or and they left him alive or they to left sh- spread the tale. Yeah. Of also the Black possible. Ninja. Master yeah. of the arts of the Seven Sabres. <laughs> seven Sabres. Yeah, they, they don't do a lot of explaining of things. So whatever. It's 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 understandable when you see the flashback. What yeah, happened. You kinda class, know. Classic revenge story. Yeah, yeah. you kind of know what's going on. Um, and so he, yeah, so he goes back to this Japanese temple up on a hill. Um, we don't really know what the, what the temple is. It's weird because it looks, it doesn't look like a Japanese temple. I mean, except for the outside is a pagoda, but inside you've got a bunch of like Shaolin monks. Yes. Kind of, kind of a mixed, (laughs) mixed cultural kind of thing going on. Um, and then we go back to police headquarters where Christie's eating yogurt on her boyfriend's desk. And that's such a weird scene, too, because she's asking what happened with... So she's asking her boyfriend what happened when she was... Possessed. Exercised. Yes. Yeah. And he's just like, eh, nothing, babe. And she's like, well, why do I have all these bruises? <laughs> and she's like, eh, it's nothing. It's nothing. I think there's something you're not telling me. <laughs> yeah, girl, you're covered in bruises. There's something he's not telling you. Yeah, it's it's a bad look. Yeah. The whole thing is like... And she's like, this is your play. It's 
great. But she I wish is, I had a V8 to wash it down <laughs> She with. just loves that fucking yogurt, though. <laughs> Um, but she, now she's got white, white streaks in her hair. She's got a little rogue action yep. going on. Um, she's, she's wearing pancake makeup. So she looks like you can tell that there's something changed. Yep. So she is, she is getting further into this possession or something, or she's still recovering from the thing that happened at the exorcism. And then she sees two <laughs> other cops. Uh, she kind of freezes and gets yep. weird when two other cops show up because she, God, we do the flashback of the ninja getting shot again. Yeah. <laughs> this, this happens over and over yeah. again. Yeah, and we see, like, the yep, these were two other cops that shot. Yep. Black and, Ninja in the beginning. Yep, and then, uh, so then we go back to Christy's apartment, because every single time she sees a cop, then she goes She goes back. home to Ninja Up. She goes back to Ninja Up. And so we're back at Christy's apartment, and uh, more fog and supernatural shit. The and blinds close. Her refrigerator runs across the room, yeah. which is cool. <laughs> this is a total poltergeist moment. Uh and it's neat too. Like the closet starts sucking, everything starts falling into the closet, just like Poltergeist. Just, yeah. I was uh, saw an interview with Lucinda, and she was talking about this scene. And uh, they built this room on a on a tilty tilty room. Oh God! So everything that wasn't supposed to go in the closet was nailed down, and she was actually falling. And she said they did like a hundred takes of us, and she literally got like bruised up in real life awesome. all over this doing this scene so many times. I cannot imagine having yeah. to do something dangerous on a cannon set. And oh yeah, and then Ooh. now that you know that, next time you watch this, watch her hit that giant electrical spool coffee table. Oh yeah, yeah. that was wow, that ouchies. looks painful. Um, Ouch. Yeah. But yeah, so she gets all ninjaed up and she goes to the cop. But, yeah, but also I just wanted to say, like, the spooky stuff in this is great. Oh yeah, I love. I love the creepy voice in Japanese, so yeah, you know oh, that it's it, actually saying something, and it's something real, as opposed to... We hear a lot of wind, windows clatter, and right. we hear a lot of voices in the background. It's very reminiscent, almost, of um, Evil Dead 2, where everything right. in the house starts laughing. Except it's talking Japanese, They're not Japanese, laughing, but they're talking in cool. Japanese. Yep. Um, and she goes to try to leave, and her... Uh, oh, first her sink is open, and there's like a strobe light thing flashing <laughs> out of her, under her sink, and she's oh, like, oh, not this time. Yeah, and she's like, and she's I like, can stop this by closing yeah, the... closing a cabinet. <laughs> But, okay, so the most mental part of this, in the middle of this, she tries to dance fight the ghost. Yes! She's like, no, not this time. And then she turns on the music and she starts dancing it out. It was like, oh my God, is this going to turn into her trying to dance away her like her possession? And that lasted all of like because three seconds. Because the sword floats out of the closet <laughs> and cuts the stereo in half. <laughs> Uh, it's pretty uh, good. The ghost of the ninja wants nothing to do with that. It is. It is Pop a pretty music. shitty song. <laughs> um, okay, so she gets pulled into the closet and gets uh, ninjaed up, and she gets all ninjaed. Uh, then the then Billy, I just have him as Harry Cop. Sure. Um, so uh, find so he finds her work van at I was at uh, the cemetery. Yep. Uh, but he was going to the cemetery anyway Four. because this was the funeral for all of the cops that died. One of the 50 cops. One of, one of the 5,000 <laughs> cops that of, were murdered. One of his 50 thing. dead friends that he didn't care yeah. about whatsoever. And so so they do this thing where she's like hiding in a tree. Yeah. So she's... And she's, right, as they, right, yeah. right as the cops do their 21-gun salute, yeah. she shoots an arrow right through one of the coppers. Yeah. And this is interesting. Like... This movie does that thing. You don't see it a lot anymore. I guess probably because digital, you probably can't tell the difference. But like they do a lot of those editing 
uh, like pans where it's not like a, the camera's not panning, but the editor's panning. Like they have the, the still photo of the, the shot. Oh, and it and blurs just, fast to the right. It's like, oh, things are going like you're closing in on something where it's like that weird camera yep. look. I like that. It's although it reminds me of TV, like it has a very like television yeah. look to it. Still, I I just like the differences in like in uh, in camera texture or like film grain. Yep, it's just cool because you don't get that anymore. It's not something that you ever see these days because yeah. everything's digital. So this scene is almost just like a re re retread of the first scene. She just it kind is. of she just kind of jumps around, jumps on the roof of cop cars, jumps on trees, climbs trees, fights Although, cops. Although one of my favorite stunts in this whole thing happens right here where one of the cops is coming at her and he's one of the bike cops so he's got a helmet on. Yep. And she does this full on like like spinning back kick and kicks him right in the helmet. Looks like it was a like His severe, helmet falls off, severe contact. It cracks in half. Yeah. Two parts of the helmet fall off in separate parts. I was like, okay, that's that's yeah. good. That's real fun. Yep. And um, she also jumped 50 feet in the air and grabbed it. I loved it. Yeah, so, so she's re- she's running from a cop car. The cop's leaning out the window shooting a shotgun. And she's like, running, running. Oh, shit, what do I do? She just jumps straight up. Right. <laughs> grabs a tree limb. The cop shoots his shotgun up, shoots the tree limb off, so she falls back onto the cop car. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> she, she has a lot of escape possibilities when she can when she has a 50 foot vertical leap yep i think she has a lot more outs than it's like she's, a hulk leap yeah it really <laughs> it's crazy um oh yeah she repels out of the tree she kicks those two bike cops in the head that yep. was a good one yep. uh, oh my god there were a lot of good good little fight things but yeah. the tombstones were getting smashed oh yeah oh, i love that too when the cop opened his trunk and and they couldn't stop him her with the guns but then they open the trunk and he's like, give me a baton. Yeah, give me a baton too. <laughs> yeah. We got nightsticks. We can't stop her with our guns. This'll do it. This'll do it. Hey, <laughs> you know. And man, that cop something. had an arm. He was like smashing tombstones with nightsticks. <laughs> like, yeah. Crumbling to dust. It's so good. Uh, yeah. And they were putting people's faces through tombstones. Yep. <laughs> like Those were really cool. I love that. I don't know what that's made of, but that's awesome. Effect. It looked great, yeah. I love that. Um, so, show finds her. Show finally appears. She gets away, and but and he, we, but he chases her into an abandoned house. Yep, and we get this crazy abandoned house fight. Super awesome. That goes on a little long. Oh, it goes on a little long, but <laughs> it's got it's got some ridiculous ninja tropes, in, including him getting kicked through the floor. Yep, and then later jumping up, back up through, through the floor. floor. My favorite part was like one of the times that he actually the the black ninja had gotten show on the ground. He then tries to kill him with a piece of wood. Mm-hmm. He has like a big piece of plywood and he tries to jam it down. And it's like, dude, don't you know that like the enemy of plywood is ninjas? Yes. Like literally, <laughs> that's what they do all day long is break little pieces of wood. Why would you use a piece of wood? <laughs> the, the the wood snaps in half if it even gets a foot in their in their aura. It's yeah, it's a it's a bad choice of weapon. <laughs> uh, so they they have this crazy fight. Uh, she jumps out the window and turns into a stunt guy with curly hair um, because for some reason they had to take her her mask off, which was stupid. Yeah. I mean, because you wouldn't have been able to tell that it was a stunt guy, but instead they do it. So she jumps out the window, gets away and they arrest show somehow for some reason for. Well, I mean. 
But he's, I mean, he wasn't even he, there at the funeral. He's just—he's a ninja in a bunch of ninja killings. He's defi- yeah, definitely a person, person, of, person in, of interest. I would say person <laughs> of interest, definitely. Like when uh, there was that first the the one killing of the the cigar guy of Mister Akmanik. Yep. Um, and then shows in the, the in the crowd that's looking in. Yes. <laughs> the uh, the boyfriend cop looks out, <laughs> and there's an Asian guy with fucking Ramon's hair. And a crazy eye patch, eye patch, and he's just like looking creepy in the background, and it's like, I wonder if you have something to do with this ninja yeah. killing. Hmm. No, nope, just a ninja killing enthusiast. <laughs> no. Sorry, just a just a DD Ramon cosplayer that <laughs> poked out my own eye with a clothespin. So we get this great scene with Shokasugi in the uh, in the cop car after he gets arrested. Yeah. He he talks to the fuzzy cop yep, first. first. And he's like, oh, don't worry. He convinces we'll, fuzzy cop to get the sword. Yep, go get the sword and I'll meet you. And he's like, you'll meet me. Your how, handcuff. how are you going to do that? He's like, and he looks at his handcuffs and yep. laughs, which was great. Yeah. <laughs> so in the back, this is where show opens his, he pretends to <laughs> cough and put his hands to his mouth. And he opens his eye patch and, and pulls out a little tiny pea shooter. <laughs> shoots a dart in the neck of the cop sleeping. Uh pulls out another spike thing on his finger, poison necks the <laughs> cop in the front seat, and the cop driving all of a sudden is just like, hey, what the hell? Stops the car. And, he, and Sho is just like, well, they're just sleeping. <laughs> and so he pulls his gun, and then Sho kicks him in the face and knocks him out. Yep. So good. I mean, it's, it's it was a fun really scene. fun. It's a fun scene. Yep. I, I love this dude. I mean, he cannot act to save his life, but I love him to death. I, I, this is the first I've seen of him. I'm, I'm not a big action guy. So, I mean, I've never even really heard of him until oh, crazy. you recommended this movie. Because yeah, yeah. I don't watch a lot of kung fu or action or anything. Yeah, yeah. all of all of. But the he was enjoyable. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Um, so, this is... Uh, oh, yeah. So, this is when Billy goes back to get the sword. Yep. So, he goes back to the, the awesome 80s apartment. And we do a flashback again, and we find out that Billy's actually one of the ones that killed yep. the cops too. Killed yeah. the killed the ninja. I'm sorry. Yeah. And so, so she's she catches him trying to get the sword, and he pulls his gun on her, and he's she's like, "Why? Why? I wouldn't ever hurt you." And he's like, "You definitely killed all these people. <laughs> yeah. So I stay back. You. I definitely saw you." And he's like. Here, take these handcuffs. And she's like, okay. And then kicks the shit out of him. Um, and then goes to kill him with the sword. But then she can't or he can't yes. because she's stopping him. She's stopping the black ninja from killing him because she still loves him. Yeah. And so they run off. Uh, Billy's unconscious on the floor, basically, I think. No, he was he was awake. No, he was awake. Yeah, he was knocked out. I'm trying <clears throat> to remember where this goes, too. They go back to the monastery. So this was, this was crazy because the whole point was like, all right, we got to get this. We got to, you know, we got to get this thing back to the monastery. Yep. And then, like, oh, no, our plans are foiled. And so he's chasing this ninja and it's like, oh, no, he's getting away. This is really going to fuck up our third act because mm-hmm. the whole point is that we need to get back to this fucking we need to get back to this place and get his body there and all this. And it's like he just fucking drove there. <laughs> it's what? His, you could have just done nothing. He apparently just wanted to be there anyway. Yeah, no, it's nice, fucking, to be, it's nice to be included. <laughs> yeah, I mean, our cop crashes his car 
I mean, as cr- as crashes as they can afford with that, that, that awesome car. He crashes that car like the dude crashed the Fiero yeah. and stay alive. It's like, oops, I drove one wheel off the shoulder. I'm stuck. I'm stuck forever. <laughs> I touched the curb yeah. with my wheels. It's, it's all over for me. And he, he drove, I don't know what kind of car it was, but it was definitely a classic it was like a Porsche. One. Yeah, like, they yeah. couldn't fuck that up. So it, was yeah, it, was like, like, it was like a really nice Porsche. <laughs> Um. Yeah. So they were not. They were not gonna fuck with that thing. <laughs> yeah. So he just goes to the fucking temple anyway, and yeah. then uh, then show and uh, and the girl Christine. who is not possessed at this second. Not well, yet. she's not. She's not experiencing possession. Yes. Right now, uh, show gives a little exposition dump thing that's basically like you know what's gonna happen. Uh, this is gonna be you know. This could kill you. I've got to. I've got to get rid of the spirit. But you know, blah blah blah. This made no sense though when the spirit jumped out of her. Like, because basically, show brought the dead body of the black ninja, who I'm still not sure if he was actually the black ninja or somebody else possessed by. Yeah, I'm not sure if I'm not sure if he's the actual bad guy or possessed by a bad spirit. Yeah, I mean, like, still, we'll never know. But either way, like, the goal here is to get that spirit out of Christie into his body yes. and then kill that body. Right. But there was nothing, there was nothing to coax him out of Christie's body in that monastery. He did a thing. There was, there was like, there was a, an act, there was a thing that he did where he like had his sword in his hands and he had the butt of it up against mm-hmm. her neck or something like that. And then her eyes started to glow and then the spirit came out. So okay, some, say, yeah. something happened. I mean, it was very, it just seemed weird to me. Like, cause I was just thinking, from the black spirit's point of view, where it's just like, oh, I'm in this young fit body that's yeah. like super fast. I'm gonna go into this rigor mortis body that's been dead for a few days because I'm sure that'll be better. That's been shot ten thousand times. To be fair, it can be shot ten thousand times. This is a good career move. Yeah, and then I also thought that was kind of cool when he gets back in that body. He is moving like he has rigor mortis. Yes, yeah, fighting like the sword with just like, one arm he's and just kind of like stiff, stiff yeah. and like. Yeah. I thought that was kind of cool. <laughs> I would have just thought that Black Spirit would be like, oh, I made a terrible mistake. Oh, <laughs> shit, <laughs> made a mistake. Jump back into Christie. Yeah, and then he, but but he's got amazing powers that he has yet to, he had not used yep. up until now. He, he does a spirit bomb Hadouken thing where he like lets a j- fireball out into all of these monks that are that are just hanging around and turns them all to his cause. Yep. Um, which... Is a power that maybe he should have used when the cops were shooting him. <laughs> <laughs> just, just a, you know, if you're thinking about a time to use the turn everyone towards you, yeah, uh, maybe I, all the guys with guns, yes, have them shoot each other, like, oh, I forgot I or had just this. stop shooting you. <laughs> one of those things. One of those. Things. Uh, maybe it's only after he's been dead for a little while yep. that he can use that one. Yeah, um, we do a bunch of little ninja stuff and climb some ropes and climb dude, some nets. And there was a cool little net scene where, yep. for some reason, they had like a like one of those training army nets. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like one of those outdoor like monkey bars things that you can pay to go on. <laughs> they were monkey bars. Oh, Jesus, <laughs> I'll be here all week, folks. Thanks. You're a monster. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, so smoke bomb. Yep. Shows Kasugi escapes. <laughs> Uh, Billy shows up. Christy's okay. Oh, and they just start deep tonguing yeah. in the gross monastery. Guys. Beat up monks everywhere. <laughs> there's, there's a time and a place yeah. for everything. Uh, so we get to our big climatic ninja fight on the mountaintop, uh, and there's like 
they're just fighting uh, chains, uh, sword, blah, yeah. blah, but so many explosions that don't seem to relate to anything. They don't. just kind of show up in different places and shit just fucking blows up. It's canon. Yeah, exactly. They're like, ah, <laughs> uh, I don't know. We have like we have 400 pounds of C4 yeah. just sitting here, guys. We got to use it by the end of the movie. It's going to go bad. Oh, yeah. And so she's just exploding <laughs> all over the place. And uh, <laughs> my favorite was like, he's like climbing, he like knocks him off. Oh no, I'm going to fall off yeah. this thing. And he's faking it. And then ninja nut punch. And he just <laughs> sucks him in the junk and then jumps up. <laughs> I was like, oh man, uh, you gotta love that. And meanwhile, <laughs> while this whole fight's going on, Christy and Billy are just staring at them doing nothing. Billy's got a gun too. Oh and he's yeah. just like, huh. Cool. I mean, to be fair. To be fair, he's seen that ninja get shot 10,000 times. Gun don't do shit. You know, 10, uh, ten of them were his bullets. Yeah. Well, I mean, he had a machine gun. He was the guy with the M16. Mm. Probably like hundreds of those were yeah. his bullets. <laughs> um, but eventually, Christy just... Oh, so so uh, the sword gets it's flung. Uh, yeah. Shokasugi's sword, I think. No, no, no. No, it was a, it was a Black the, Ninja's sword. Yeah, Black Ninja's sword gets, gets flung off to the side. Uh, Christy grabs hold of it. And then he's like, no, don't go. And she's like, fuck this. She yep. runs up and she stabs him through the stomach. Now, okay, here's here's what I have to say. I want this to be the end. Like, I wanted this to be the thing. Yeah. It's, this is one of the, the dropped threads that I was talking about. There are a million other ones. Yep. But this was the most important one to me, where it seems like they set something up here. Where it was like... They have this drop of only a ninja can kill a ninja. She was a ninja. She had the ninja spirit inside her or whatever. Yep. And then, you know, this won't work. Oh, it turns out you had the ninja spirit all along yeah. or whatever the <laughs> fuck. You know, like you, yeah. you know, you were the reincarnation of whatever. Who gives a shit? Like, it seems like they were setting something up to be like, she is the one that can kill yep. him. And then she stabs him and he's like, oh, yeah, you think that can kill me? I'm going to put my fingers together and drill a hole into the earth and cause an earthquake. <laughs> This is some straight up, <laughs> straight up Power Rangers shit going on in this scene. This is, the this is like, puts his hands together and just starts spinning like a top and drills into the earth. Which, which is a trope in ninja movies. Really? <laughs> Believe it or not, this is kind of a trope in ninja movies. I have seen it before. Can they actually do this in real life? Uh, no. <laughs> I want to say yes, but I can't even. I can't even ironically say that they can. This is ridiculous. Yeah. Um, he drills a hole into the ground, and then somehow he's just like literally causing like six point five on the Richter scale yeah. type earthquakes. The ground collapses. Shokasugi falls. Like all sorts of shits going on. Like it's really like. But he somehow gets like a grapple rope to hold on yeah. to. So Shokasugi's on a on a grapple rope. Again, one of these guys that's like he's jumping over like 10 foot tall fences and all these things. And he's like, oh, I can barely hold on to a rope. <laughs> like, Dude, I've seen you. You're you're fine. Yep. But uh, Black Ninja pops back up, grabs his leg, grab and shows. I'm going to get you. <laughs> I do like this death scene, though. I, it's it's one of those great unexpected where you're like, oh, this is going to be another big, long yep. Drawn out ninja fight. He just pulls a knife out of his chin, <laughs> stabs him right through the top of the head. <laughs> Bunk. It's like, oh, that, okay, well, that's good. <laughs> that works. Okay, now we get the one second wrap up of the movie here. So that ninja gets stabbed in the head, falls on the ground. Show climbs up the rope, looks at Billy and Chrissy, and just goes, "It's over now. 
walks away like <laughs> banner in the sunset uh we see um uh, the ninja at the bottom with disappear. the two swords disappear leaving the two swords and the knife behind yep leaving that sword for somebody else to find awesome. and get possessed probably billy and christy kiss the end yeah that's it it wraps up so fast yeah that it is the it is the quickest wrap up and also i mean is the sword still cursed? I mean, his, he was killed by a ninja. Only a ninja can kill a ninja. And so he was is, just alive forever because there were no ninjas to kill yeah, him. Yeah, so they don't tell you if the sword's cursed or not. Like, I doubt it. Unless they wanted to make a sequel. <laughs> I wish they did. There was like some old fat uh, uh, gold panhandler that rode a donkey finds a sword. Uh, are we 100% sure that's not the plot of Beverly Hills Ninja? <laughs> Because I have not seen it, so I, I can't. Either. I can't say for a fact that Chris Farley doesn't find that sword <laughs> and become the Beverly Hills Ninja. So next I, week on the on Funbox Monster Podcast, Beverly Hills Beverly Ninja. Hills Ninja. <laughs> uh, I have no idea if that movie is any good or not. I've never seen it myself. I have. I not do like either. Chris Farley. Yeah, he was funny. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my God! So that was it. That's the that's the thing. Um, yep. What I take away from this is uh, Ninja Nut Punch. Yeah, and that's about it. And uh, Ninja Dick Stab. Ninja Dick Stab. That helicopter also, guy got stabbed. Also in the dick. good. <laughs> um, yeah, this movie is awesome. It is. It's one of the few really good like horror ninja. Name or, another horror ninja movie. I'm sure there's got to be, <clears throat> but I've. There are a few, but I mean, like, horror martial arts movies are few and far between. Yeah. They're always fucking awesome. Like, uh, you know, Chinese Ghost Story and, like, all of those crazy things. I don't, think I've, I don't think I've ever fun. seen a ninja horror uh, movie before. Mr. Ghost, uh, nope. or Mr. Vampire, I mean. Nope. Um, Sammo Hung movie. Awesome. Love it. Yep. Uh, so much of this stuff. We need to do one of those. We need to do a hopping vampire movie. I know of the genre, but I've never, ever seen one of those. Shit, we need to find one of those. Yeah. Oh, there's so many good ones. Let's think about that. Okay. I was really hoping, for some reason, I remembered uh, Boneyard being a hopping vampire movie. Mm -hmm. And then when we watched it, there were no hopping It had those creepy, creepy Asian kid did have Did have whatever the hell those things were. Those were not okay. (laughs) Man, that was a great movie, too. But yeah, thanks for recommending this. I I totally enjoyed this movie. Absolutely. And I, I just want to tell the anecdote that Shokasugi told me. I think he tells everyone this okay. this anecdote, but so Shokasugi has uh, on his hand, like it looks like he was cut right down the like like his middle finger was cut in mm-hmm. half with a sword Ooh. because it's like his his literally the nail is like cut in half and there's a scar all the way down the middle okay. of his finger, and so somebody who was there asked him this asked him about it i i have a little more tact than that yeah just, just so you know uh hey, it, was you some, get deformed? it was someone else who asked that and he was like oh man uh i i like to tell everybody that it's a big sword fight whatever i was uh was unclogging a lawnmower and a uh, <laughs> rock just uh flew out <laughs> just cut right through my fingernail oh. and i was like oh <laughs> that's, that's very not very exciting story <laughs> <laughs> I love it, but he's awesome. And uh, yeah. And so watch this movie. It rules. Yes. <laughs> and don't unclog your lawnmower with your bare hands. Yes. Hey, isn't there a cool comic book coming out? Holy shit. Rad Rafe. Uh, at this point, we're on Kickstarter uh, and we're like 75, 77% funded at this point. I don't know how where we're going to be when you hear this, but uh, 
Give us some money. Hopefully we'll be funded. There'll be more along the way after you hear this. That would be... Thanks to you. Thanks to you, the listener. Uh, This is my horror comic about a skateboarding slasher. It's... Come on, guys. If it's successful, maybe we can make this into a terrible movie. And we can talk about it on the podcast because it would make a great, terrible movie. I want it to be made for about $15,000 tops. I want to watch this movie and do a podcast on it. (laughs) <laughs> awesome. So uh, that is that is my comic with Christian Dabari and Simon Gao, and it's going to be great. Uh, check give it out. Give your monies to the Rad Wraith. Yes, give money to the Rad Wraith. And uh, we'll see you next week. Funbox hey. Monster Podcast yeah. at Coast City Comics at uh, Matt Awkward. Matt Awkward VHS Fiend. Uh, that's, those are the things. See us later. Peace. Goodbye. Goodbye.